The Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Yes, you are listening to The Chaser Report with Charles and Dom and Lachlan in their place. Charles and Dom are very sorry they couldn't make it today because they're getting hair transplants. That's absolutely true. Please follow them up. I'm not joking. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. In the meantime, we're going to pull an episode out of the vault. Now, I had a friend recently point out to me that we are nearing 700 episodes of The Chaser Report. So, if you have listened to all 680-something episodes that we're at now, could you please leave a five-star review of the podcast and say what you think we should do to celebrate the big 700 Uh, We haven't done anything to celebrate 600 or 500 or 300 or 400. I think the last celebration we did was when we hit 50 episodes. So if you can think of something fun to do for the 700th episode, leave a review. And that's the best way that uh, any of us can contact Charles and Dom, myself included. The episode that I've picked us to listen to today is one from the vault where at the end of the 2022 federal election, we managed to get the entire original Chaser team in one room, all recapping the election that had just passed and the government that had been booted out. It's a lot of fun and it's a bit nostalgic to listen to all of those guys together again. Please enjoy. Our gear is from Rode Microphones and we are part of the Iconoclast Network. Thank you very much. Ciao. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. In an election that will determine the fate of the entire universe... There's only one podcast holding politicians accountable. Scott Morrison, Anthony Albanese. Who will lose? Find out on The Chaser Report, Election Edition. Hello and welcome to the Election Wrap Edition of The Chaser Report. It is Monday the 23rd of May, two days after female voters and female candidates stormed into Canberra turfing out the Morrison government. And here at The Chase Report, what better way to mark the occasion when women stood up and took back power in this nation by gathering around the podcast table, Charles Firth, Chris Taylor, Craig Rucastle, Chaslett Chidello, Andrew Hanson and me, Dom Knight. Six men! <laughs> what a celebration, gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, sucked in, Scott Morrison. You're not the only one with a tin ear. <laughs> well, if, if the libs can be six men, then we can be six men. <laughs> what the libs are now. Did anyone watch the election? Uh, mm. Didn't like it? Yes, I watched it, but I watched it with Charles. So my view of what was going on was very skewed by his emotional roller coaster on the night. Yes, it's interesting because my son texted me saying, can you thank Charles and tell mm. him to keep tweeting because my son was out and he said, I'm following the election coverage based on Charles's <laughs> tweets. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, this is, I don't know if this is, do I say this is a good or a bad thing? It's, it's kind of like, it, Charles is kind of like the Anthony Green, except that he's drunk and has no data. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, no. Well, the thing is, I take an emotional approach mm. to, to mm. election numbers. So yes. they come in, you see a number, and you emotionally react to it, and you tweet out about it. Well, That's this is it. I mean, I've got your tweets. Mm. Which, I mean, we should maybe analyse mm. how good uh, Charles is as an election analyst based on his tweets in the night. Right. Mm. He started at about pretty much six o'clock. So yeah, yeah. nothing's been counted there. Yeah. Three votes have come in. But he's still emotional from, already. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's oh. very, his, his emotions begin the moment the polls close. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got, we've got in the booth of Norfolk Island, and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> I have a terrible feeling. So he's already called it early. Yeah. Terrible right. feeling. What? So who's voting in Norfolk? Is it cows just voting? <laughs> well, very what conservative cows, according <laughs> to the results. Charles, what was your terrible what? feeling, Charles? What was yeah, your Charles, was your terrible feeling? feeling about the election or about your life? Well, of course, you know, as an impartial impartial observer to this uh, election, the terrible feeling wasn't that the Libs were holding very well in Bass and Breddon. It was, it was basically the rural seats in Bass and Breddon that were coming in at that point. Yeah. There was one booth and in Tassie, the most rural booth and the most rural electorate in the most rural state, and Charles is going, oh, shit, this is yeah. Like yeah. And, and Braddon actually ended up swinging, I think, about 13% to the Libs. It was the yeah. only seat in the yeah. country that sw- had a and big swing. Braddon and Bass, it was yeah. almost like election night was produced like a reality show. You know where there's always misdirects? Yeah. You, you think one contestant's going, yeah. but it's sort of, oh, they've yeah. pulled the wool over our eyes and it's just a red herring. It yeah. was almost whoever came up with the decision to brilliant. call Braddon and Bass first, yeah. just to make it a little bit tense for yeah. the, inev- you know, or the mm. Labor fans or Greens fans watching, I thought it made the the, the, the night almost interesting. I know, <laughs> yeah. I know. It was, it, they were so many misdirects. I mean, the Channel 10 advertising for their show, I thought Julie Goodwin was going to go home at the <laughs> <election>. <laughs> But, but also, there was a moment there when everyone was absolutely certain that Peter Dutton was going to lose. And people well, yeah. we'll get to that. Hang on, let's get to Charles's <laughs> analysis. And he may, he may yet still lose by winning the leadership at the That's Liberal right. Party. Yeah. That'll do. Okay, so we're going so to Charles. So Charles has gone from I have a terrible feeling to Fark, Labor's not looking good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so he's yeah. called it early. Labor's losing this one. Yeah. How, yeah. How, do, we, how, how do you they, spell Fark? Uh, F. Triple A R K. Triple A rating. Triple A Fark. Yeah. Fuck. So that's that, so yeah. so far not too good. Then he mm. was like, then he was looks like Zimmerman, Zimmerman, Sharma, Felinski, Wilson are all in terrible trouble. Greens on track to pick up two to three extra lower house seats. This is an incredible election. Charles Firth, look at that. Yeah, look at that. That, that, was that was correct. That was really early on. As One well. from three. Yeah, yeah. So far. So what? Well, Charles- that was partly because um, one of my friends rang me and said that I my previous tweets had made her mum. So anxious that she was unable to come but, to the party, and who, could I tweet something a bit more positive? Whose mum is getting their election results from your <laughs> tweets? Yeah, yeah, all my all mainstream television networks all covering the well, in uh, Sky as well. On yeah. like, who yes. chooses the first option well, on election you, night? If Two you people want in this co- very conversation: <laughs> Craig's son and so a friend's mother. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, follow-up question is: Why is Charles being like heralded as some kind of genius when he's just his tweet basically <laughs> repeated what every other? <laughs> election coverage had already called at that point. No, that is no, not this true. Is oh, this is early. What, is this, still early in, this is still, what, yeah, Norfolk six, Island time? 6.30 time, it's I reckon. 6.30, yeah, yeah, oh, okay, yeah. Okay. No, this is yeah, Charles yeah. ahead of... The, Charles then, next tweet was, this is the greatest night in Australian <laughs> history <laughs> <laughs> because he's got Peter Dutton losing to Ali France. Mm. I don't know what, about 12 votes counted at this point? <laughs> <laughs> but didn't the ABC... I certainly heard the yeah, ABC had called it at one point. I, Channel 9 and ABC had both called 
uh, Dutton losing Dixon. So, th- mm. again, Charles has repeated information <laughs> from mainstream <laughs> sources. But, yeah, oh, we all had that roller coaster. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. almost prepared to give ScoMo the election if Dutton lost. <laughs> yeah. That was my ideal scenario. Do you know what was amazing? Is it, is it when, when it looked like Dutton and Frydenberg were going... <laughs> mm. We sat there and looked at the front bench of the Liberal Party. Yes, yes, it's same. It's fucking amazing. Yes. Like there's, it is so bereft of talent. Yeah. Like kind of Birmingham was – and Birmingham's in the Senate. So, so he, he couldn't can't do it. Do it yeah. It was extraordinary. Well, yeah, it was it was, I think even today I saw Bridget Archer being touted as a genuine deputy yeah. leader. And, and I've always had a bit of time for her. She was the one that stood up to the party she on sort the of transgender mm. issues mm. and religious discrimination. So in a way that's the moderate voice they might need. But like – Four days ago, would anyone have been talking about Bridget, <laughs> Bridget Archer's Archer. leadership material? <laughs> well, I was looking for a potato in the kitchen, so I could sort of take a photo of put out your potatoes and oh, try yes. and get. And no, but before before I could even find a potato that didn't have something growing out of it, what was the great problem? They didn't run a teal against Dutton. They only had the Labor Ali France is her name. Yep. Like if you tilled against Dutton. Or they're, green. They're, like, mm. wasn't the lesson of Saturday just put a teal against everyone you hate? <laughs> 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 Unfortunately, on that note, that I should say I'm really loving at the moment, right now, I'm loving the education campaign going on amongst the Liberals about who are the other Liberals because the candidates they're touting to run yes. against Peter Dutton are all people I've never heard of, like <laughs> Karen Andrews. Who the hell is that? <laughs> and so it's a really good education campaign to, <laughs> to learn. About all these liberals you didn't know existed. Hang on, I think Kevin Andrews should come back. Yeah, well, Karen Andrews sounds like a, re- a re- reboot of Kevin. Kevin Andrews. Andrews. Yeah. Has, has Kevin Andrews transitioned? No one noticed. He was the trans candidate. <laughs> Catherine Davis would have been very upset about that. We'll get to her. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. The only podcast without UAP ads... The Chaser Report. Uh, Charles Firth, then next call. And again, this is one he got right. Mm-hmm. He got it right. Um, I guess we should assess his professionalism as a commentator. Would this have been what Anthony Gray would have said? Mm. Uh, Christina Keneally behind, showing that she's behind in Fowler. And Charles's analysis is ha 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 ha
always thought she was quite good I, as a parliamentary I, performer. I, 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 no, see, I, I, I've met her, and I think if you meet her, then you probably wouldn't end up voting for her. She's a horrible person. <laughs> Charles Firth pulls it early. Yes, she's just a horrible, now, I just like horrible say, person. I just want to say, because <laughs> given we are going through Charles's tweets right now, yeah. if you are Christina Keneally or her lawyers listening to this, remember that that probably means you're a really lovely person. <laughs> and that in 10 minutes, Charles will say, honestly, I think oh. Christina Keneally is the Prime Minister we should have had. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, that all is, I, I mean, know is I'm not getting Charles to do my eulogy. That's all <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is it. I mean, there was, if you go through Charles's tweet, you can find everything. He says, I'm calling it. It's going to end up being a Labor minority government a few minutes later. Actually, I think Labor might be slight majority. <laughs> <laughs> the poor mum. I'm feeling for the mum at this point who's still reading yes. Charles's tweets. Well, yes. That friend never came. Yeah, she never came because I kept on tweeting things back and forth. But I was forth. sitting next to Charles watching what he was doing, his method, and he had, he had a notes app, right, and he mm. just kept adding seats and taking seats out. Based on, I don't quite yeah. know what. Oh, look, I think that's what Anthony Green does. What was your source, Chuck? <laughs> Were you just watching one of the main networks? Or you, no, do I, you have was, phones out with, with contacts? Yeah, no, I was looking... No, no, I was just um, looking at the AEC results. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So, because actually the TV is always about 15 minutes behind yeah. the results coming, the data. Mm. And so you can just appear like... You know, you, you've got inside word. Mm. Yes, uh, is that is that how you web. appeared? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, such yeah. as this. I mean, this this analysis. Damn, looks like Dutton might squeak home on the preferences of the various Nazi parties. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, that to be fair, that was Andrew's call. Um, I think on Tuesday of last week was it there were was it did you say twenty eight Nazi parties running? Andrew, how did you feel about the Nazi performance? Last night, on Saturday yeah, night. Yeah, I, I was a little disappointed not to see any of the Nazis getting up. I thought there were so many of them on my ballot paper. I mean, my, it was just it was seriously an enormous number. And I had to search. It's like finding a needle in a haystack to find the actual Liberal and Labour parties on this enormous piece of paper full of nutters. Uh, so it was, it was just surprising that uh, yeah. Yeah, none it, it of them seemed to prevail. It is interesting voting, isn't it? Like, you, you get there. Having, you know, whether you've followed the campaign or not, but assume most people listening to this podcast probably have a, a level of engagement. Mm. You finally get into that little cardboard booth with your pencil and you realise you don't know most of the people running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Or even you, the parties. You've got it. There's a minimum of six I think you need to vote. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. after about three, I was done. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't, who's I'm the guessing. pirate party? And and I think the reason, like, legalised cannabis has a chance of picking up a Senate seat mm, is... clear. Well, it's a literal party name. And I yeah. think... And there was another one called Federal ICAC Now Party. Mm. So you kind of knew where they stood. Oh, then there's I ones like Chris. Reason yeah, or Free... And you go, I don't really know what they stand for. So, you know... I mean, Reason used to be called the Sex Party. Everyone knew exactly yeah. what they were all about. Mm. Sex. Mm. We were broadly pro-sex, but Reason, it's reason. a much worse brand. Well, I, I don't know about the Federal ICAC now, but I don't think I ended up voting for that because... I think they're a front. Because it was like... Well, I bet you they're not in favour of the federal yeah, That's well, what you start the same to Charles with yeah. the legalised cannabis party. They're, they're against legalising cannabis. What about those those acronym parties? Like, wasn't mm. there TIL? No, so TNL. I mean, like, and I like, looked it up. They support letters. It's I the new <laughs> TNL is the, the new liberals. <laughs> they were called the new liberals, but then the AEC said they couldn't be called the new liberals. So oh. they're basically what the liberals would be like if Malcolm Turnbull still ran them. So it would have been actually oh, pretty popular in the teal seats. But so no is Malcolm Turnbull in every seat? <laughs> I think so. I reckon, I reckon, though, we need to change the electoral rules to have 
give every party has to have a literal name. So, like, because yes. if, yes. if we've learned nothing else from legalized cannabis, it's that oh, people who don't aren't really engaged. Because, oh, that sounds cool. I vote for them. So, if like the Labor Party yes. weren't called Labor Party, but soft approach to climate action, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yes. you know, like everyone it. was forced to actually mm. literalize their policy position mm. to make it more easy for punters like us to know who to vote. Yeah. But, and then, but, but then there'd be a lot of parties called just just in it for the superannuation. <laughs> <party>. <laughs> yeah. But also, the Liberal Party's just purged all the Liberals yeah. who are actually in the party. Yeah. So, and also, wouldn't wouldn't One Nation have a problem with the Liberal Party because? The Liberal Party would be called the One Nation Party now. Yeah, well, what would the yeah what's or the Liberal Party literal name would be? Let's keep the Billalaya family locked up <laughs> yeah. in a Perth detention centre for as long as possible. Party, uh, and and they get a couple of votes maybe, but the rest of us would know where they stand on that issue. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, there you go. So, well, Charles, what do we think of Charles as a, as a political analyst? Did he did he actually end up with it? Like, what was, uh, his, what was his summary? His of the final night? summary. I think he's gone. <laughs> I think he's kind of right in the fact that he says basically it'll probably be a majority because of Western Australia, and he also says on the plus side, if Dutton retains his seat. He'll be in Canberra a lot, which will make it easier for him to attend federal ICAC hearings. <laughs> 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 I think Actually, you called that right. Speaking mm. about the, the the reality show, it was WA that came in and basically decided the whole thing. I mean, it was once they went yeah. Labor, it was it was all over. It was pretty much the Charles only was right. the only state where the predicted swing happened, wasn't it? Yes. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like the swings elsewhere were pretty marginal, but but WA was a genuine red wall. You know, I don't know if that's a McGowan factor or, or what, but mm. that was sort of, again, yeah, couldn't have been scripted better to sort of leave the, the big rush of results right to the end. It was I because Scott Morrison said that they lived in caves. Do you remember that? Oh, the Croods. That was what it was. <laughs> it was the Croods. Yeah. No, you can't call a state the Croods <laughs> and get re-elected. If you actually look at where the Libs got hammered, the pandemic had a big effect. Like, Frydenberg's loss is not just because of the teals and the, and the climate stuff. Mm. It's because he was seen as a traitor to Victoria at the time oh. and some of the others. And, and right. similarly with WA, is they backed Palmer against WA yeah. and yeah. made all these calls. Like, they really got hammered by their position in the pandemic. But Charles, why did you put that in a tweet, Charles? <laughs> right, yeah. also the to be fair, the pandemic has killed a lot of coalition voters. <laughs> oh. Also, I don't want to. I don't want to distract with actual analysis. But <laughs> um, but um, Christina Keneally, I think probably it didn't help her that her seat was the centre of lockdown of the, of the lockdown in mm. in a, in New South Wales, and yeah. Di Lee was the head of the resistance against the lockdown yeah. in New South Wales. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. That's a fact. That, that there is a fact. I assume we'll edit out right. all this serious analysis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. uh, I, I note that Dali is a former ABC journalist. I was, well. a, I was in yeah. the ABC cadetship intake with Dali. Really? Year, which would really? be oh. 1995. Have you got any so? gossip to spill about you it? bring her down? Well, like Christina Keneally, she's a horrible, horrible <laughs> person. <laughs> <laughs> right. no, 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 she's, she's not. She's gee, actually very lovely. She's a lovely person, and uh, yeah. it's interesting to see who went further in their journalistic career. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing a podcast on this Chaser <laughs> Network. <laughs> she's now an MP. Well, let's leave this here for today. We'll reconvene tomorrow. We'll just all come back tomorrow. It's not, it's not yeah. as though we're pre-recording a batch of these in one sitting. <laughs> no, no, no. We'll do that. Yeah. Our gears and road microphones are part of the ACAST Creator Network. Catch you tomorrow with, curiously, the same people. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free.
That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.